This is Oaklore, a production of 378 Media. This is Oaklore, a show about Oaklanders whose change-making stories inspire us to lead collective action in our city. I am Sierra. In this week's episode, we are talking to Pindarvis Harshaw. Pindarvis, welcome to Oaklore. We all know you for your book, OG Told Me. How did you come up with that? OG Told Me was largely based on that coming-of-age experience of taking notes from the older guys at the corner store on the back of the bus. Um, And I realized that I was documenting a group of people who had largely not been documented in terms of their philosophy. Um, These are street corner philosophers or guys with, you know, the preachers who are also philosophers or just buses, excuse me, fathers who drive buses and they have philosophy on life. And so I wanted to just um, turn the tables a little bit instead of just letting them talk to me and give me whatever wisdom they want to impart. I wanted to instead ask them a question and kind of guide their uh, wisdom and say, hey, specifically, I want to know about wisdom that will help younger people navigate life. Give me advice on that. And so I talked to people who were not always uh, success stories. I talked to a lot of quote unquote failures. Um, And I feel like you can learn from people no matter what. Tell us about your piece titled N-Bomb. Yeah, yeah. Um, bomb. I wrote that when I was like 21, 20 or so. I was in college and I just thought it was funny how in African-American communities, there's so many different words to call people. Like when you're addressing someone, not like call somebody in a negative way, but just like call somebody your friend. And the one common one in every black community that I've been to is the N-word. I wrote about that piece because there's a there's the commonality there. And then there's the also kind of the negative history that that word has and how it still lives through our usage of it. And so it's still a word that, uh, you know, it's split feelings, mixed emotions because it brings people together because we have that common usage of it and brings people apart because of that negative history. So that's what the piece was largely about. How would you describe your education? My education is ongoing. I'm forever a student. Uh, proper education, I went K through eight through Oakland Public Schools. In high school, I went to a private school. Undergraduate, I went to Howard University. In graduate school, I went to UC Berkeley. How do you deal with failure? I'm still learning how to deal with failure. Oh, it's the worst. Um, how do I deal with it now? I think I deal with failure now by um, realizing the lesson in the failure. If I don't realize the lesson in it, then that's the double failure. It's like, yeah, I'm bound to repeat the same mistake. But if I realize the the lesson in my failure or where I failed, all right, here's a story. I got one for you. I was trying to make this butternut squash soup last week, right? I had all the ingredients and I really wanted to make some real good soup. And I tried it and it was so bad. It was so spicy and so garlicky. Garlicky. My mouth just was like on fire and it stunk. And I went back and I reread the ingredients and it didn't even call for garlic in it. 
I mistook ginger for garlic. I just saw a G word and I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Throw it in there. <laughs> and then on top of that, I only wanted a small portion of soup, so I did half of every ingredient instead of the full amount, except for cayenne pepper. I put the full amount of cayenne pepper. So that's why my mouth was funky and fiery. And I realized where I failed, you know? So I was comfortable in that failure. I was like, okay, I get it. I, you know, it's not that I can't cook. It's that I need to be more observant and follow directions and take my time when I cook. So that's an example of how I deal with failure. Like, just don't give up, you know, like, learn the reasons why you failed and realize that you can go back to the ingredients and make the same meal again, but better. How do you get comfortable outside of your comfort zone? I'm still learning how to get comfortable outside of my comfort zone. Um, I realized the benefits of it. Like last night, I didn't want to go to the gym at nine o'clock at night, but I was like, gotta do it. Gotta get uncomfortable and go to the treadmill for 30 minutes just because I know I needed exercise. So um, realizing that there are benefits to being disciplined enough to like just go beyond what you're comfortable doing. Um, and that doesn't always look like physical activity. Sometimes it's mental. Sometimes it's um, talking to somebody. Um, yeah. And so just realizing that there are benefits to doing to doing beyond the bare minimum, you know, like don't always take the easy road. What was your goal for writing this book and what did you learn from it? Yeah, the goal of the book was really from like older men, older black men specifically to a younger generation broadly. Um, and I've realized that uh, in the book, a lot of a lot of single mothers actually have appreciated the book more than I thought because they're like, oh, this is what my son was going through or this is what um, my grandfather would be talking about, you know, like just just to like fill in a gap that wasn't um, that I didn't see, I didn't foresee. Um, and then specifically um, about women and the like intergenerational connection between women. Uh, I did a project late last year with um, a museum in San Francisco where I interviewed mothers about love. And I interviewed five different mothers, um, two of which were expecting, um, and. It was interesting because you talk to men about philosophy and they eventually loop back to love. And you talk to women about love, they eventually loop back to philosophy. <laughs> it's like, there's there's some symbiotic relationship here. And <laughs> like, these two projects are, are really interesting. So I hope to put, pick that project back up. Um, there's just a lot on my plate right now. That was Pindarvish Harsha, author of OG Told Me. For Oaklore, I'm Sierra White. Thanks for listening. Oaklore is a production of 378 Media, a project of Latitude 37.8 High School in Oakland, California. You can visit our website at 378media.com. Thanks for listening.